Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers, One Mike Video Edition. I'm Joe and as always my brother Coach Tony is here. He's right over, well he's on one of these sides. Tony. This is crazy. Um, I, I mean, I seriously, here, here we are now. And we're, we're, we were where we or where we said we want to be uh, as far as video goes. Actually, we're not where we want to be. This is the next <laughs> step. This is right. the next step. Right. right. Um, right. As far as uh, as far as where we want to be. But, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, the progressions that we've made, I think when if somebody was to come up to us and say, hey, uh, I want to start a podcast. um, it's real simple, right? You guys seem like, you know, you're doing it. It's kind of seems simple to us, right? I, I don't, I, I, we should write a book on what it takes in this journey to do something effective. And, and at the same time, um, be, be willing to accept the fact that you're going to look back. Like I, I, I dream this already. This is in my head, right? Those of you who have listened to us all this time. Uh, and this is the first time you're actually, seeing us in a really uh in a video podcast um i've always I, i'm already seeing that i'm gonna look back at this one this is our very first video podcast and i'm gonna say oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> what were we doing what were we thinking what were we thinking yeah. uh but you have to start you have to start somewhere so i mean yeah. you know look at the lighting look at this look at that um but uh it's amazing speaking of lighting it's it, it's amazing uh <laughs> Uh, where we're at right now, uh, we did not know that we were going to make it here. Um, we, boy, did we, wow, that's all I have right now. We could write a book. <laughs> so here we are well, in our first video. Right? We definitely would have some humble beginnings to, uh, to note for sure. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's so. no doubt in my mind. So uh, today, well, I think folks are going to notice right off the rip, not only are we bringing video, but we're kind of changing our format around a little bit too. Uh, we're kind of going to get right into the meat and potatoes of the shows um, based upon the title. I know we we did a lot of 80s nostalgia and you'll still yeah. hear that, uh, but we yeah. had this this whole you know like intro was kind of dedicated to that sort of thing and we're going to remove that uh for the time being and i think we're gonna uh, we may have a better uh some better feedback that way uh yeah but other than that so you know with that said let's just jump into what we're going to be talking about today so we're talking about how uh our life perspectives can change over time as we mature as we get older and uh i know there's quite a few things that tony has and uh i know i'm going to I have, a, if you were to say the icing on the top of the cake, maybe at the very end of this whole thing. So stick around. You definitely want to hear that one. But Tony, go ahead if you want to start things off. Well, today's show is about uh, our perception on how we look at life and how that changes over time. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we're just going to talk based on our own opinions from our own experiences. And all we're trying to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we're trying to... Um, possibly relate to you guys or you guys relate to us things that have happened to you in your life that may be that aha moment right joe i mean these things happen uh right. and so there's no there's no specific um uh, i'm not a clinical psychologist i'm not a psychiatrist neither is joe and i've said this before uh we're just talking about a concept that i think a lot of people talk about when it comes to how you perceive life and how that changes over time and i, I think we could break this down joe into three phases 
And the last phase being a very important phase um, that we can maybe give some insight as far as what we think might be an idea that people should uh, use in how they perceive things that are happening in front of them, so to speak. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, that first that first thing I want to talk about, we'll call it phase one, you know, um, is how we perceive things in our younger years, hmm. all right, from youth to adulthood and, and everything that goes in between adolescence, your teenage years and things of that nature. And, and, and as you're growing older and so many different things happen. And when you're younger and so when we were younger, all right, now we're talking about generation X. Now, when we were younger, it seemed like the days lasted forever. Anybody who was our age between the ages of 48 and 52 years old, it seemed like the days lasted forever. Uh, summertime, especially, it didn't seem like life was just flying by. People would tell us, enjoy it now because, uh, you know, someday you're going to look yeah. back and say, wow, what just happened? Mm-hmm. And that's where we're at now. What just happened? And, and so and so when you're looking at it from that perspective, when you're younger, you don't even realize all the problems that are going on in the world today. I mean, right. you, you, or, or should I say, you don't realize the problems that are going on in the world at that time. At that time, uh, right? At that time, and so you know, I, Joe, when you when you look back when we were younger, you know, we had so much. We had we had things going on. Uh, the Cold War. We were in the middle of the Cold right. War. The right. Iranian hostage uh, hostage crisis. Yeah. Um, gas lines going down the street and around the block because nobody had any gas. Um, just everything that was going on. I was born uh, two years before President Nixon was impeached. I, 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 I these things were happening all around us, but we didn't pay a bit of attention to it. Do you no. remember anything that struck you in your younger years that you thought one thing, what one thing, one thing that that was that was a big deal, and it's a big deal now because I know where I was at. What I was doing was one of those deals, right? One of those major right. events. Uh, I remember mom asking me, why is the news? What's going on in the news? And I looked at her and I said, I don't know. Somebody shot the president. <laughs> Reagan had just gotten shot. And yeah. and even even in my little brain, I was, I was playing with some Etch-a-Sketch thing or something that I had. Sure. And I remember exactly where I was at in the basement and all that. But even that wasn't something that is a big deal wasn't even something that in my little brain was, was made to be a major event. Right. And, and, and so... That's what I'm what I'm talking about. I remember seeing that. I remember seeing the images. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I remember. Uh, oh my goodness, who was the gentleman who got shot in the head? Brady. Was it? Was it? Was his last name Brady? Yes. I, I thought it was the Brady Bill that was passed. It was. Um, and, and so, uh, and you know, I remember seeing the president rush into the car. I remember seeing the images, and on the news, and I remember thinking to myself, wow, that's horrible. And on with the Rubik's Cube. I yeah, mean, or yeah. whatever it was. I was Time to go play basketball or whatever yeah, it was we were doing. Sure, yeah. yeah. And so um, when you're younger, your perception of the world is naive. Um, you don't, you see that happening. And I think in our minds, we think that's far, far away from us. Right. These right. things can never happen to us. No, um, We're invincible. We're young. Yeah. And ten foot tall, ten foot tall, yeah. and bulletproof. Absolutely. Yeah, we could jump off the roof of the house. We can land on our feet. Try um, that. Doesn't work. Don't do that. Kid. No, 
Yeah. Good disclaimer there. Good disclaimer there. So, I mean, but that's, that's our mindset and that invincibility. And then as we get older, things change. Summer, summer, uh, Joe, we were just talking about this the other day, Mm. Uh, this summer, where did it go? I mean, it just, it went by in, in seconds. Right. But I guarantee you that generation Z kids are thinking, wow, this was a fantastic summer. The days may have lasted forever. Uh, our our kids are thinking about we still have two whole weeks before school starts. Yeah, you know, yeah, and and, <laughs> and how do we perceive it as adults? Man, only two weeks left. Yeah, or it, man, I got to wait two weeks to get my next paycheck. Yeah, just yeah, depends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and that's the perception, and, and things have happened to us over time that change that perception, right? Sure. So let me ask you a question, and and folks out there, we'd love to hear from you on this also. Is when you th- when you talk about Generation X, you talk about millennials. You talk about even when you talk about uh, the baby boomers, or uh, and now. But let's keep it between Generation X because that's us right. and Generation Z. Is there that much of a difference in terms of how we perceive things, perceive things when we were younger, as opposed to how they perceive things now? What could some of those differences be? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and the number one culprit is social media. I mean, we were like one thing happened and then many, much time would go by. So much time would go by and then something else would happen. Well, you had some breathing room in between there to be a, to be a kid again, right. Or to move on with whatever it is that you're doing day to day. Actually, I think this goes beyond the children, right. But now with social media, when you're just getting berated with bad story after bad story, and let's face it due to algorithms, oh, you like bad stories. Okay. Here's more bad stories. Okay. And it just, it goes on and on. Our kids are seeing that they're going through it, and it's yeah. making it all the more worse. So you know, they 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 have that instant gratification. Well, it's not really gratification, right? It's it's right. that news that they're receiving in social media, regardless of regardless of the platform. Right. Um, and you know what it reminds me of? Anybody who's from our generation will will know this. And before, we had to wait for that gratification, and you and I. Yeah. As former paper carriers know this, we had people on our paper route that would stand there on Sunday morning at 5 a.m. waiting for us to show up with that newspaper because yes. that was their way to receive instant gratification by reading the horrible news going on in the world. Yes. And and that's what the, whereas now I, I get notified while I'm at work, six to mm-hmm. eight different notifications. Um, things such as Olivia Newton John passed away, which I was crushed by. I'm not going to lie to anybody out there. Sure. There's our 70s and 80s shout out for the day. There you go. I I literally was. To me, it was a tragedy. It was. It was a tragedy. And and so uh, that being said, we received that information in in real time. Whereas back in the day, it took some time in order to receive that information. Mm -hmm. So I could see where that may change. Uh, where Generation Z's perception on life changes quicker in their in their youth than it did for us. Uh, mm-hmm. For us, it always seemed like once we got out of high school, once we got into college, and the real world really started kicking in. Right, right. Um, you know, jobs and things of that nature, um, and that's when we started coming into our own um, as far as as far as how we perceived life and, and what our outlook was on life when we were 18 years old. We, we, that we're allowed to vote now. Yeah. I thought that was a big deal. Um, I could tell everybody this, uh, 17 going to be 18 government class, my senior year, 
one of my favorite teachers ever, Mr. Tom Carney, Carney marching, yep. marching all of us down to City Hall to register to vote. That was a big deal to me. I could remember that being the first time I thought, wow, this is a big deal. Uh, mm -hmm. my, my right to vote as an American citizen. And, and before that, it didn't. Voting was like, I was like, okay, whatever. Old yes, people no. do that. Yeah. Old people do that. Yeah. Yeah, the only voting we did was when we checked the box on the note we got sent to us. Yes, no, yeah. or maybe so. Maybe other so. Other than that, yeah. yeah, maybe so. So, I mean, other than that, you know, and then as we started getting into our 20s, things start happening around you at that point in time. And that's basically where we talk about segment two today, phase two, as we move on. Mm -hmm. um, you, you talk about, um, you start to develop a certain moral, certain morals, you know, and, and how you want to conduct yourself, certain character. Mm -hmm. And you see how some people act and you don't know that you want to act so much like them. And you find your role models and you try to follow in their footsteps. And right. so you try to look at their perspectives on life. You start listening to what they're saying to you. You remember a lot of things. Folks, I could tell you that um, as I was getting older, something that has stuck with me till this day, something so simple. Uh, my late uncle, our late uncle, uh, Dean Phillips, our Uncle Dean, one time I was sitting at the dinner table at his house, and I had my elbows on the table. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. And he said to me, he said, young man, he said, you take your elbows off the table when you're at the dinner table. And I wasn't mad at him. I don't know why that sticks in my head, yeah. but that was a learning moment for me. Until this day, I tell my kids, get your elbows off the table. Yeah. So you, you, you have role models that you want to follow, and and... and I listened to a lot of things he said to me, right? I listened mm -hmm. to a lot of things, obviously, that our parents have taught us, that our sure. teachers have taught us, that our priests have taught us. And I try to follow in those footsteps. And I think the more we learn from others, the more, the, as the, as we're getting older, the more we change our perception and our outlook. Absolutely. And, and, and so, so that's one thing. And then the second thing is, well, Tragic. real quick, real quick, I want to say something real fast about that. With your twenties, I've found, and and this is just my own, my own. I don't know. Maybe I'm not even right here, but I think, <laughs> I think, the way you live your twenties is sort of the platform for the rest of your life. The habits that you create, the routines that you create, the um, ethics and morals that you develop is the platform for the rest of your life because that's when it starts to matter. When you're 21. When you have the right to vote, when you have the right to drink, when you have the right to do, you have the right to make the decisions that can create bad habits, right? Uh, you know, when you're able to, 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 to live your life in that manner, that's what kind of sets the ramp, I believe, for the rest of your life. Now, that's not to say that it's like, well, I started smoking in my 20s, so I smoke forever. Obviously, you have to break that habit at some yeah. point. But, the, but what I'm saying is, is the way that we live our life there, I think that's where we're most receptive to everything. Yeah. I know a lot of people think it's it's within our, you know, you learn a lot, I think, cognitively uh, as a child, how to speak correctly, how to how to write and, and these things. But I think when it comes down to life's perspectives, that's when it really takes place is in our 20s. That's when it starts. Because yes. I got to tell you, in my late 40s and in your early 50s, I'm certain you agree, I'm still learning. So we're still learning and I don't think you it's I don't think you're allowed to to um say and do whatever you want until you're 80. When you're 80, people do some things that say some things and they and then you always hear everyone go he's yeah, 84 well, years old. What are you what are you, you going to do? He don't care. He <laughs> nope. don't care. He's 84 years old. No. Nope. Um and they've already been there, they've already done that, they've already seen it all. 
Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And a little bit of humor there, but kind of true well, when you think about it. But, you know, a couple other things, though, that that, that mold us uh, in this second phase that we're talking about now, as you talk about the 20s being very important, tragedy, mm-hmm. success, and failure. Tragedies start to happen, and we start to pay more attention to it because we've built character, because mm-hmm. we have morals, and so we start you know, seeing certain things. And it doesn't have to be tragedy in terms of death. It could be tragic in, in so many other ways. Places of business closing, people mm-hmm. losing their jobs, um, you, you know, so, so things of that nature. Um, uh, a good friend um, going down the wrong pathway and getting themselves in a lot of trouble when it comes to alcohol sure. and drugs and things of that nature. Sure. So so those are all tragedies, right? Mm-hmm. And you're hoping for some success, you know, when it comes to something like that. You're hoping for them to be able to rebound, change their lives, make make a fantastic story on sure. being the best Jew here on Two Brothers, One Mike when we interview right. them. Uh, and so, you know, when when as we're going through all these successes and failures and realizing that there's no other way to succeed but to fail – First, there's no way. No one has ever succeeded without failing first and failing multiple times first right. before right. they have succeeded. And it's an up and down thing. And it's it's a, it's kind of a, um, uh, you know, a trending. It's trending upward is what you want to do. So it's up and down, up and down. And in overcoming all the obstacles, it changes your perspective on life, on how to handle failure, as opposed to when you're younger, in your teens, even, even younger than that, when you're not sure how to handle failure. So you just... Don't bother with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you you're, you have people teaching you how to do that. Once you hit your 20s, you have to start deciding what's right and what's wrong and find that pathway. And yeah. so, you know, w- with tragedy and with success and failure, whether it's academically, whether it's athletically, personal life, business life, um, I think that changes our perspective and our outlook on life in general. And everybody, and this is the thing, everybody has a different um, journey in life. So everybody's perspective is different. So I think one of the biggest problems, and you tell me what your thought is on this, is learning how to accept that others may have a different journey than you. So you have to try to figure out how to respect their opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's a major issue too. For a lot of people, they try to impose, uh, what, what they feel is right upon you because that's how they, and it's like, but you're not living my life. I, I have my own way of thinking. I have my own, uh, uh, you know, I have my own capabilities, my own set of circumstances that I have to deal with. And, you know, a lot of folks mean well when they do that. They do. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, the person who's receiving that information has to bear in mind, well, you know, again, keep that in mind. They mean well, but at the same time, just kind of agree to disagree and move on. And that's, uh, and, and, and that's uh, this is another show that we're going to yeah. be doing pretty soon. Sure. But social media makes that very hard for people to do. Oh, yeah. It, keyboard it keyboard, war- keyboard warriors are a problem. Yeah, and and so different show, different show. Yeah. But yeah, that's what we're dealing with though today, and that's where Generation Z and Generation X may differ, and it's not any fault of theirs at all. It's just what the technology that we're presented with now. I mean, that's what we have in front of us. So you know, when you look at when you look at this from the time we're younger to the time we're older, and then when we get into those 20s, the roaring 20s, <laughs> uh, yeah. we'll call them. Um, and, and so when you're looking at that and you look at, you know, your morals begin to change, 
uh, your character begins to change. You're trying to do right. You don't always succeed. You fail. You have to figure out how to overcome that. You're trying to overcome tragedy uh, in your life and others' lives that you care about. And you have to you have to figure out what is one concept that maybe I can look at and say, this might be an idea that I can use when it comes to the power of the mind. And so the power of the mind, ladies and gentlemen, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of people's opinions, and I've heard a lot of motivational speakers talk about this, they talk about your ability to use words. So you're using words to change your mindset. But the, the key here is, and I'm going to tell you two things right now, you have to believe what you're saying to yourself. And I truly believe what I'm going to, what I'm going to say to you out there and Two Brothers, One Mike Land. There's two ways you can approach your day when it comes to your perspective on life, your outlook. And this is on a daily basis now. This is for us, the adults. We're adulting now. Mm -hmm. uh, and so playtime comes in between all that. It's not as much as when we were younger. But you, when you wake up in the morning, Joe, you can either say one of two things. I have to or I choose to. Mm -hmm. And that's a big difference when you say this in your head throughout the day do you wake up and say i have to at all when it comes to your day or do you are you a choose to kind of guy no i i there's things that i choose to have to <laughs> like i don't have to do it but i choose to uh because if i don't then i'll feel like i have to i don't know i'm all yeah. over the place <laughs> so, so yeah both yeah, so so listen, have to, the problem with have to is then you feel like you're missing out on something. I have to go to work. That means yeah. I'm going to miss out on bike riding, swimming, going sure. with my buddies to go see the game at the stadium, you know, whatever season it may be at that point, whatever, whatever sport. Uh, going on that small weekend vacation, I have to. I have to. Somehow, some way. And I'm not saying it's easy at first, because trust me, it takes time yeah. to figure this out. If you can choose to go to work, so people say, how do you choose to go to work? If you don't go to work, then how do you make money? Ah, I choose to go to work because I make money. And when I make money, it has the opportunity for me to buy some things nice for me. And even more importantly, I choose to go to work because it enables me to buy things for people that I care about, your mm -hmm. kids, your loved ones, things of that nature, buying birthday gifts for people, buying Christmas presents for people. Sure. If I didn't go to work, if I didn't have to go to work, okay, then I wouldn't have that money. I choose to go to work because I don't have to go to work. I don't have to. Um, we seem to see that a lot lately here in 2022. Sure. But yeah, but uh, I choose to go to work. Uh, folks know this about me with the Lordstown story, uh, which we haven't really gotten into that show um, too, too much yet. But the Lordstown story being that my plant closed with General Motors. And when that plant closed, I chose to come to the GM plant in Lansing, Michigan. I didn't have to. General Motors was not going to put me in prison for 30 years if I didn't come up to Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. I chose to come to Lansing. Why did you choose to? Because I need. I if I choose to, I make the money, I get to my pension plan, I get the opportunity to come home and spend 
time with my children, even though I still spend time with my children because I choose to, because I get to give them life lessons and teach them things like we talked about today. You have to choose to, you have to choose to. And the reason, so people, you know, and I'm going to give you the floor here in a second, Joe, people say to me, well, what does this have to do with exercise and nutrition? We've said this a million times in all our audio shows. Exercise and nutrition are part of it. Your mental well-being plays a huge role. When you're going to change your eating lifestyle, you don't have to. You choose to. You choose to do the ketogenic diet. You choose to do intermittent fasting. You choose to change into a moderation type of eating lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You choose to count your calories. You choose to go to the weight room three days a week and do a day of cardio one day a week. You have to choose to do it. If it becomes a have to, that's where we quit. Right. Once it becomes, yeah. Right, right, once it becomes an obligation, it's it's yeah. yeah it goes right out the window. Absolutely. And our and that that changes our. If we choose to do it, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. If you choose to do it, it will change your perception because not only are you helping yourself, always choose to do it to help others as well. There's no better thing in the world. No better thing in the world than when you're doing something and it's helping others do better. There's no better thing in the world. That's better than any monetary value you can place on anything out there. And that's, all my, that's, my, that's my own opinion. It truly yeah. is. No, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah, because like I said, once you establish your why you're doing what you're doing, it makes it all the more easier. Uh, not to mention the fact that, yeah, once you put it into your, into your mindset that, that, you know, hey, this is something that I'm choosing to do. Uh, you know, you take that obligation out of it. Yeah, it's going to make things a little easier for you. I think so. But all right. So before we move on, I think we should hear a word from our sponsor. And when we yes. get back, we're going to continue on. So stick around. Two Brothers One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Apps, perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from T Bomb. Once again, we're talking about Kitchen Abs, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread super cakes, you can rest assured Kitchen Abs has you covered. And maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors, or prefer something a little more traditional, then the buttermilk flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this, these mixes are made from scratch with top-of-the-line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. All right, everybody, welcome back. So that was basically... Uh, our first show via video today, it will also be audio, right, Joe? Um, and so you can either listen to it or you can watch it and listen to it. And this is kind of the route we're going to take now for a little while. You're going to see video throughout season four uh, as well as audio uh, as we continue to make this transition. Uh, and it's it's we're in the beginning stages of where we're going with this. Uh, and it's just something that we felt in our hearts that we, we needed to jump into. Uh, so we wanted to say that. Uh, I hope. They enjoyed uh, the seeing our wonderful faces as we talk today. Well, hold on. I have a little bit more here to add. I have a little bit more here to add. And I promised at the very hold end on. I was going to have some icing for the top of the cake. Oh, well, wait a second. I'm going to let you uh, add the icing. Okay. 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 I thought we were on our way out. Well, okay. Hold on. I might, uh, take my headphones, <laughs> throw my headphones off and walk out of here. All right. Go ahead. 
add well, some icing. Add some so, icing. yeah, the icing, simply put, you know, one other thing happens to us as we get older, too, uh, and, and this is this is more geared towards the younger the younger ones, okay, maybe in their 20s and 30s. It's something that you have to consider. I'm 48 years old. Tony's 50, 51. 51. Uh, you know, I don't have another 48. 52. Oh, I'm so sorry. 52. I don't have another 48 years. He probably doesn't have another 52. Maybe we I, do. Uh, I don't that's know. my goal. Pe- that's my people, goal. People Why live I- to be 104. People live to be 104. Say it's possible. Okay. The point is, though, the fact is we don't have many years, functional years thereafter, all right? Uh, you know, we, we do what we do to change the quality of life. Maybe slightly alter the quantity, right? Considering we're living a healthy lifestyle to live longer. Uh, but the fact is, at the end of the day, the w- biggest thing that, that starts jumping into your mind is, again, and, and we said this in the beginning of the show, you start to realize at a younger age, I'm not 10 feet tall and bulletproof. Uh, I have friends my age that are passing away. Um, I have, uh, you know, family members that, that are getting sick. Uh, I have children. I don't have children, God forbid. But there are children that you're seeing that get sick. This can happen, all right? You start to realize that reality kicks in. And then comes in mortality. With responsibility and obligation and all this perception comes the idea of you're mortal. And, you know, look, we do what we do here. And, and I've, I've mentioned it in the past, and I have no problem mentioning it again, that I am, you know, I'm a Christ follower. I'm a Christian. And I believe that, you know, even if even if you're not in the spiritual side of things, uh, I mean, do what you will with it. But we talked before about having a gratuity list, all right, and uh, uh, figuring out, you know, some of the things that um, that you are blessed with as opposed to what you have control of. All right. And it's kind of the same thing here. Now, I know for me, at the end of the day, uh, I do this as well. And this is where I choose to. I don't just choose to do the work. I choose to, here's, here's my number one question in the way that I, that I, if I have time to respond, I, I will admit, I really try to be slow to anger, slow to speak and eager to listen. I try, I really do. But at the end of the day, the number one question on my mind is, is what I'm doing, what I'm saying, you know, how I'm acting, putting a smile on God's face. That's what I think about. That is what stays in my mind. And uh, because I know at the end of the day, you know, we're going to leave this mortal coil. This is life. We're told it's just a vapor. It goes quick. It's done. You're here. You're gone. Eternity is on the other side of life. Now, whatever you choose to believe there, I'm not going to debate it. And that's fine. But I know for me, the only phrase that geared my goal now, my, my ongoing goal is to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. That's all I want to hear when I'm done here. So that... For that reason, I choose to do the right thing. I choose to be good to other people. I choose to try to help where I can. Um, that's not for my. That's not for my uh, uh, guarantee into heaven. That's already been sealed and done. That's another show. That's a, probably a whole other type of podcast. Uh, but I'm sure we'll venture down that road sooner or later. The fact is, I do what I do simply because he did what he did, and so. There's that. There's some food for thought. And that's the icing that I was mentioning uh, to be the top of all the layers of the cake. Um, Go ahead. No. So, I mean, and and just for me to add just real quick, uh, like we said, this show is all about mind, body and soul. Mm -hmm. And and so there's a spirituality. uh, And I think a lot of our listeners uh, can relate to what you're saying uh, for sure. Um, And so understanding it. Like I've always said before, the questions come in our time, the answers come in God's time. It's the simplest phrase you can 
you can say and there's mm-hmm. just but there's so much meaning to that and uh for those of you who are rock and roll fans david Grohl says it best when he says we're no no one's getting out of here alive no we're not. we're not so <laughs> so while you're here live your best life being your best you and that's my body and soul that's that's what we're trying to say um and I think if you could put all three of those together, that can really line up your perception on life and your outlook in a positive direction, uh, yeah. for sure, for sure. And if you if you give it some thought, we pretty much hit every one of those areas in today's show. For sure. Life perspective, so. For sure. There's that. So next week, we're going to have, it's going to be an audio only, but uh, we do have a somebody that we are interviewing is uh, the host of... Hometown, hometown heroes. heroes. Wow, hometown heroes. Really, hometown, Joe? Yes. Uh, Thomas Vallant is yeah. the host. And so uh, this kid, 18 years old, and I'll tell you what, puts breaks the total of every mold that you could possibly have on Generation Z. Uh, this kid is really something else, and we're really excited to have been able to, to interview him. Uh, it's going to be a very enjoyable show. But again, that is going to be audio only. Uh, but moving forward, you'll be seeing more video for sure. So yeah. anything uh, yeah. on you, you want to add about Thomas T? I mean, when, when he's talking, ladies and gentlemen, because we've done the interview already. Uh, yeah. And again, like Joe said, it's audio only uh, because we had done that before we began this whole video process. But um, definitely an ambassador to Generation Z. Yeah. Uh, a brilliant young man with a brilliant young mind. And uh, what a fantastic interviewee. Uh, so, so listen to what it is he has to say about what he's doing and why. And I think the one thing that, that I love the most was who he gives props to and why he is like he is and how he acts the way he acts and what his main uh, reasons are in a certain order. And I'll let him do that next week. Yeah, his his four whys. <laughs> his four whys. And, and, and again, this is a young man, and, and some of the things he talks about, it's all <laughs> go ahead there's no editing that out go on <laughs> what, what okay what was it you could tell you what was it, it, was it my anything. mic i actually hit my mic go flying everywhere. i gotta get one of those boom thingies right yeah, yeah. so so <laughs> oh by the way let me finish this real quick yeah. um what he brings to the table, though, as an 18-year-old young man is just fantastic. So the interview is great, and we hope everybody listens to it. Um, I can't remember how long it was for. I think maybe 40 minutes or so. Yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, so it's going to be a fantastic interview, and that's next Wednesday. And obviously airing forever after that on our Two Brothers, One Mike uh, archives. But um, somebody might be saying right now, some, some of our smart Alex. This show is two brothers, one mic. I see two brothers and two mics. I want to say this again because we've said it in one other show. Right. The show is two brothers, one mic, meaning two brothers with one concept. We're on the same page. We're We're on the same same page. page. Yeah. Not not always, but but we're bringing one, one concept to you. And we're trying to give you our thoughts and opinions on it. And then we bring in our others, uh, people we interview, who give right. you their... Uh, but but so that's what we mean by one mic. Uh, we're not going to see a video with me and Joe sitting there and one mic and him on this side and me on this side talking into the mic. That, yeah, would, that would be a little be, awkward. That would be um, weird. That would be weird. Yeah. Um, if, uh, if that's something you guys want, uh, I no. don't know, find another show. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we're not doing it. Yeah. All right. So, well, but that's it. <laughs> all right. Well, until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to leave us a, re- a review or a rating on whatever podcast service you're listening to us on right now. Uh, also, if you have any comments, thoughts, questions, or opinions, you can leave us a message via the link in this episode's description. Also, remember to join us every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m., and that's Eastern Standard Time. So on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. All right, everybody out there, I'm looking into the mic, I'm looking over here, and I'm forgetting that they're actually looking at me right now. This is a whole new ballgame for me, but as everybody knows, what we want from you more than anything in the world, be the best you. Hear from you next week. Brothers One Mike is sponsored by YSN, your sports network, loyal, local, live. Hey everyone, it's Joe from Two Brothers One Mike. For all of our sports enthusiasts out there from the Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania area with busy schedules, we know you can't always make it to the big game. Well, we have some great news for you. Now is your chance to listen or watch your favorite high school teams compete on the YSN network. Covering multiple sports from more than 50 area high schools, as well as Youngstown State University Baseball and the Mahoney Valley Scrappers, and so much more. What's that? No longer live in the Northeastern Ohio or Western Pennsylvania area? No problem. You can go to YSNlive.com on any browser or download the YSN Live app, available on both the App Store and Google Play. So you can listen wherever you'd like to start your sports binge and streaming experiences today.